On this episode of the No Chill Podcast, we have another lab session with Agent Zero. This time with two hoopers who you should absolutely have on your radar. Fresh off a Final Four run with the University of Houston, AAC Conference Player of the Year, Quentin Grimes is heading to the league and rising up draft boards. His training partner, a lefty bucket getter from Mississippi State, DJ Stewart is quickly moving from under the radar to head turner. As part of their draft prep, the two have paired to train together and made their way to L.A. to get some time with Coach Arenas. For Gil, beyond the evaluation and the skill work, he wanted to see where their heads were at. It's not a question of how, it's when. So many prospects go through the process, so Gil's approach is to have an approach. Don't be cookie cutter unless you're a cookie cutter player. And these two are far too dynamic and gifted to do anything but shine as pros. So get to know Quentin Grimes and DJ Stewart before they make the leap. It's the No Show Podcast. Remember, subscribe wherever you get your podcast to get every episode as soon as they drop. Don't forget to check out the No Chill channel on YouTube. And don't forget, every Monday, 8 p.m. Eastern, it's No Chill with Gilbert Arenas on the Fubo Sports Network. Welcome to No Chill with Gilbert Arenas. I'm Mike Botticello. On that end of the couch right there, we've got Gilbert Arenas. What's happening? Coming this way, Quentin Grimes. Oh, I'm really like, yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah, you know. I'm like, you're like, saying, like, so it's like bang. Uh, I'm like, introducing everybody. Yo, hit the head on one. <laughs> we went from we went from like first gear to fifth gear right there, so there is that too. And DJ Stewart, what's up, Gil? You've been in the lab with these guys. They're all the way from well, we're say the South. We got Texas and Mississippi in the house out here in LA. We're leading up to the draft. You guys coming out of school, and you know firsthand, you saw what we're working with. Uh huh. You know you have um, both very skilled, raw. Still trying to define, you know, what type of player he wants to be. You're pushing back to the one because that's what you were in high school. Yeah. Um, that was my problem coming to the into the NBA because I was a one all through high school. Went to college, had to play two because I had the smaller guard. Yeah, sure. <laughs> and then coming back into the NBA and like this is my yeah. true position. So um, you know, so I I know your mindset. You know, so it's like one of those things where you're just trying to you know, define what your skill is that you want to go into your first season with. Mm-hmm. For sure. I mean, you say DJ's raw. I think DJ has what you wish you had as a player. Oh, yeah, 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 yes. yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd have none of that raw athleticism. <laughs> yeah, we call that bounce. <laughs> that yeah, bounce, yeah. yeah. Just... But, that's, you know, that's what you call raw because, you know, you, you have the tangibles, you know, arms, bouncy, you know, light on his, his feet, you know, still got the, you know, still defining his skills. So, you know, those players can go from being the one, two, or three, you know, depending on, you know, where you get drafted and, you know, if that coaching staff is willing to, you know, put the time in to pull out what they want from you. You know, so that's why I said it's more, you know, raw. We can see one, you know, he's going to be one, two, majority one, because that's where he's going to be dominant at, um, at that, that one position, because he's bigger than everyone. And, and we'll get to your evaluations in a minute, but we want to start to where you guys come from. And uh, well, the reason you're both here together is because you've been training together. Uh, yeah. You guys both worth ISC, but now you're connected, which is going to be a cool thing to watch, you know, as the years go by, where this all started, like this moment, you know, you, you have this foundation and this, this, this bond now, but you're from Houston. Mm-hmm. Houston is on the map. Texas is a football state, yeah. but that's changing, right? Sure. Like it's, it's a hoop city in Houston Definitely. now. Yeah, coming up in Texas, like everybody knows it's kind of a football state. 
Everybody knows like they put so much money into football, high school football and everything. And I feel like towards like 2015, we had like the Harrison twins that was blowing up, Fox and them. You kind of seen like the bottle like mixtape coming out and just everybody had mixes. I was starting to get a little pub and everything. And then like just kind of blew it from there. The football aspect was kind of coming down. Everybody want to go to the Friday night uh, basketball game. They ain't trying to go to the football <laughs> game. They want to see who the coldest hooper is. So I feel like once like the Harrison twins kind of like implanted that in Houston, they kind of just took off in Texas and Dallas started getting big in the DFW. Them hoopers started coming out of Julius Randle and all of them come out of high school. And that's just kind of trying to change the narrative from football to kind of Texas really not a basketball state really. So that's kind of how all that started. And we know about Houston. What we don't know about is Grace, Mississippi. <laughs> so, I mean, you heard this right. 30 people in the town, Gil. 30. He said 18. Yeah, yeah it's like, oh, it's not. Because he left. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> so you gotta, he left, so someone You got to take one more. You got to take one off. <laughs> yeah. yeah um, so, a 30 at most, right? Yeah, but you're coming from that. a definition of a small town, right? right? Um, so, what the, the biggest thing for you to do is get recognized. How did, right. how did you do that? Um, it was, I want to say my 11th grade year going into my 12th and I had to make a decision. I was playing with uh, Jackson Tigers and they wasn't on the EYBL circuit and Amiibo was on the EYBL circuit. But I was playing with Jackson Tiger the whole time and I'm like big on loyalty, but I had to make the right choice. Mm -hmm. But I had went to play with Amiibo on the EYBL circuit and blew up that summer. But I mean, even coming out of a, a, a small town, what's going to naturally happen is a culture shock. You know, and basketball, basketball can do that because right. it's going to take you, you I mean, you know this, it take you all over the world. How do you transition your game there, you know, let alone your, you know, just as a, as a young like, hooper? Working, man. Like, when I was coming up, like, I wasn't even, like, working out. And it was just, like, God-given talent. And then I started grinding. My, I had a high school coach that came from, first off, we was going to a school in Glen Allen. Like, it's, like, five minutes outside of Grace, and it burned down. We had to go to a school at Riverside. It was like 20 minutes away. It's like an all-white school. And then we went up there. Uh, then we got it. We ended up getting a good coach because we seen that we had like athletes from like where we were, where we were from. So then he had introduced me to the grind, and I started getting results. Then I fell in love with it. But 18 to 30 people in the <laughs> in so the seat. Still on that. How many basketball players then? Man, One, two, it's the a fun lot, but you know what I'm saying? Most of them like don't make it out because of like where we're from. Because I'm saying, like, you <laughs> know, in a small city like that, what like what are you watching? Who's where's the training coming from? Where's the inspiration? Yeah, like just wanting better, you know? Just from being in Grace and saying like the situation that we're in, just wanting better for myself and my family. Okay, okay, okay. But really it takes a you gotta have a coach that finds you. Yeah. When, you, when you're raw. Right. And really like no in the middle of nowhere. I'm just saying, they take the coach, there, right? That's, that's not even an apartment building. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, and, and, and then just what you have with skills, like it, the truth is now, if you have skills, somebody will find you. Right. Yeah, that, I mean, that's the benefit of, you know, the internet now. It's um, no matter where you are, as long as you can hoop, someone's going to see you. I, you know, I'm from the Valley. I'm from here. And... This is a big place. Yeah. This is a really big place. <laughs> wow, and we wasn't seen. Like there was no, you know, there was no TV. There was no Instagram. There was no Google. You could Google, see who players are. Now nah, you had to like, like when you went on a circuit, that's 
when you actually seen a person. Yeah. Like, oh, that's that's old boy that everybody was talking about. Like, or you heard the name and didn't even know the face, and then you get around and everybody's watching and be like, oh, that's that's that person. Like, oh, dang, for real. Yeah. Like, you know, there's have have the kids in my in my my draft class that I didn't even know was in my high school class. Yeah. That I never even seen. Like it was, you know, I ne- never because they didn't come west. That's you know, because crazy. if they didn't come West Coast, you know, I didn't, I wasn't good same. enough to go East Coast. Right. <laughs> you know, I didn't go to Peach Jam back then and all those uh, Boo Williams and all that yeah. stuff. So, you know, so unless they came here and played in like the pump tournament or I see them in Vegas, I really didn't get to see half these kids. Yeah. You know, so that's, but that's the benefit you guys got. You guys get to actually watch the talent and see and train and look and see who's developing this. And I can, you know, work on my, right, you know, sure. my, my craft. Back then, nah. Nah, there was none of that. <laughs> but, you know, even Houston and L.A., big cities, right? There's parts of Houston that people don't really know about, like in L.A., where you guys you guys are in L.A. right now, but we're in the Valley, which yeah. is not the part of L.A. that most people are in, you know, yeah. so it's a lot quieter out here. Yeah. Um, but in, in a city like Houston, it works that way, too, especially when it's a football, you know, football yeah. state. So um, the way, the route that you took, too, you were on the Mr. Basketball in Texas, mm-hmm. um, on the radar, we'll say, and then you go a year at Kansas, then you go to Houston, which is basically going home, right? All right, for um, sure. And just the, the transfer decision that you made, uh, what were the, the, the benefits of that? Yeah, just going back, I knew I wanted to kind of get back to like my natural position, kind of had a ball more in my hands, whatever. And then when I decided to go back to Houston, I was watching them in the uh, NCAA tournament, play Kentucky. And then uh, I was out, actually I was out in pre-draft because I decided to test the water my freshman year. And I was out at Arizona State working out in Phoenix. And I knew James, he's from Houston. Well, he's not from Houston, but played with the Rockets. Mm-hmm. So we kind of got a little relationship when I was in high school. And uh, I was, Coach Sampson was talking to me, recruiting me and everything. And then Harden was like, nah, he gonna, he gonna let you rock out. He gonna let you, he a, he a player's coach. He gonna be mm-hmm. hard on you, but he gonna, he gonna let you rock out. And I was like, once I heard that, it was like, nah, that's where, <laughs> that's where I need to be for sure. So once he said that, he kind of just confirmed everything. And Coach Sampson, one of the hardest coaches on you every day. Well, I think one game I had like 30, the next day I'm running suicides and everything. <laughs> so it was like, it's like he going to hold you to a standard you can't hold yourself to. So just making that decision to go back home, it was just easy because I had my whole family support system playing in front of the hometown fans. So that made it a real easy decision for sure. And, and that thing, what you just said, that players coach is really the thing to find. And yeah. even, you know, come Team USA and and playing at that level, you know your game. Yeah. You just gotta have the right coach that recognizes that and, and lets that shine. Yeah, coaches is the most important. Um, like when kids ask me about colleges, mm-hmm. I said, whatever college fits your style, yeah. your style of play. The, the, you got names, but it's your style of play. Because right. if you, you you take your name and you get put in a situation where they don't like how you play, it hurts your development. It hurts your skill. It hurts your chances. So, you know, I'd rather pick a school that's benefit to, that's going to let me do whatever I want, smaller. But shit, smaller school with a smaller name, but I'm averaging 35. Trust me, you're going to find yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to find me. Sure. So it's, you know, it's just... Whatever system fits how you play yeah. is usually the best system versus, you know, the name of the school. Yeah. And then what you guys that run to the Final Four this year. Yeah, yeah like it worked. In, yeah, coming in, we had like, that's Coach Sam. He wants to win. That was his goal. He wanted to get back. Uh, like on staff, had Coach Quantis and uh, Coach Hollis Price. And they were on uh, his team at Oklahoma when they went to the Final Four. And that's all they talk about. Every day we want to get back. They're like, y'all ain't done this, so y'all, y'all better listen to what we're talking about because y'all trying to get where we at. Mm-hmm. So just hearing that every day in practice, it just kind of pushes us, the, uh, our teammates, 
trying to get to where they were because you got them. They kind of got an edge over you because they went to the Final Four. You mm -hmm. have and so like, nah, I ain't finna let them hold that over my head the whole time <laughs> I'm in college. So like this year, that was our just main goal, Final Four, and just like, kind of coming in every day with that mindset. Even though practice might be three hours, we still trying to get to that Final Four. So I feel like we never lost sight of that. And just going every day with that mindset kind of helped us push each other to get to the Final Four this year. Would you say the same thing for the Final Four in your experience? We're talking about getting to the Final Four? Yeah. No, no, no. We, we was better than them. So we was, <laughs> it, was, it was just championship. It was championship talk. You know it's I mean? different when you have all eyes on you, right? <laughs> it was championship talk. We, you know, it was like getting, nah, it was championship. We're, we're not going to talk about how it ended. Um, yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not even talking about you, so I'm talking about We're just talking about, about, yeah, just yeah, talking about the chip, you know, the whole time. Like, you know. Yeah, lost yeah, championship? Yeah. To who? We got cheated, Duke. It was a long time ago, but he still about it. it was, yeah, the losses never cheated. go away. Yeah, but, yeah. but yeah, just what you guys accomplished, you know, putting Houston back on your home city, putting yeah. the, the school back on the map. And, you know, what school can do for you, we're seeing it prepares you. Really, that's the best thing to do is no matter where you come from, you you embrace the, the time that you're there because, you know, it's going to get me to the next level. Right. It's, it's just a, you know, stopping point. Yeah. But, you know, you go over in the SEC, a lot of athletes there. The SEC yeah. has come up a lot in basketball and, you know, just Mississippi State in general, that football school. We're talking about football, yeah. you know, uh, parts of the country that you're in. But what did Mississippi State do for you in your game? Um, choosing Mississippi State, you know, um, I was big on, like, from being in grades. I'm like, oh, I got to get out of Mississippi. Uh, I got to go play somewhere on a big stage. But then the whole time. Mississippi State was like there the whole time, like recruit me hard. Like they was on me every day. Like other schools was, you know what I'm saying? They was hitting me up. But You're in your like, backyard. Right. So it really made sense for me to go there. And their developmental is, you know what I'm saying, helped me become a better person on and off the court. You know what I'm saying? Like learning how to, you know what I'm saying, be a better person, you know what I'm saying, become a better ball player. But, you know what I'm saying? It's real. Yeah, yeah. I mean, think <laughs> about Mississippi State. What color are you guys? What's that your I swear to God, we beat the shit out of the Mississippi State. <laughs> I was wondering what you were. Saying. I'm just saying, it was like one of those schools you just beat the shit out of all the time. But, I don't know. but think about that. But really, really, just, what we're, say, we're saying here, Gil, huh? you, what do you think about this? That we're saying that the school can do a lot for you as a player and get you to another level. Yeah. But as a player, you do a lot for the school. Yeah. In both situations, for you guys, were schools that you're not thinking of basketball first, really, and what you guys accomplish in your time there, you're helping putting that school on the map. Mm -hmm. It's what the school allows you to do, yeah. you know, like, you know, like James Harden gets you to go there because, oh, he's going to let you rock. Yeah. You know what I mean? Then, you know, some kids who's like looking, they looking at you like, yeah, I play like him. I'm going to go there yeah. too because how he turned out, that's how I turned out. But that's, that's more of a recruiting tool than anything. No, for sure. You know, anything you do, you're just watching players on how they rocked out there. Like, oh, I'm going to go there. That's the type of player I am. You know, they let him rock, so they'll let me rock. You know, so it's like what you do in college sometimes in situations other people actually be looking at. Yeah, for sure. All right, that's all good, Gil. That's nice. But here we are now, and you spent time in the gym with these guys. You saw what you saw. So what's your evaluation? We can start with, with Quinn. You know, it's, it's not an evaluation. It's more like enjoy the process. Understand what you're doing it for. Yeah. Um, you know, there's no, this is it. There's no school. And I mean, there's no more school. This is the, the level. This is the... The level. The okay. real world now. The, the, yeah. But this is it. There's no <laughs> there's 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 no other level after this. Yeah, this right. is it. So 
here, when you're at this, this, this NBA level, it's about details, you know, processing everything, everything you've learned growing up, adapting, you know, studying. Now it, it's all here. Yeah. You know, so as much as using athleticism, you have to use this. You know what I mean? Like you have to study, study, like, you know, like learning what the opponents do, learning what your own teammates do. Because you got to remember when you're coming into a situation, like you are the, the new guy, right? So you have to learn a lot faster because you got to remember you're, you're not programmed yet. You're not programmed to that system. You know what I mean? Like when players come in, if you see someone working out, they're working out for how they get the ball. Yeah. You know, right? So you're coming in wild and it's either you let them tame you <laughs> or you change the way things move. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, oh, okay, coach will be like, all right, I need to put some plays in for his style versus you're going to fit in and, and, and you're going to do it this way. Yeah. So you have to learn your players, like where they like the ball, where they don't like the ball, where they can't go, where they can go, what's their habits. So you have to do a lot of watching, learning, you know, you know, jotting down, taking notes, and, you know, just preparing, you know, preparing for each matchup, every matchup, you know what I mean? You know, the NBA is no different than any level. You got the bottom-feeding teams. We got to remember, these still are NBA players. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? You got the number 15 player, you know, all that stuff, but he's still an NBA player. So, you know, it's like, so a guy you think that you watch on TV is sorry We'll give you 20, 30. Easily. You know what I mean? So, you know, you have to really prepare each and every night. It's a different battle. One's a physical battle. One's a mental battle. One, you need both. You know what I mean? So that's that's this level you're going to is that, you know, you have 82 games and you have to try to figure out how to be great at least 75. Yeah. You know what I mean? At least yeah. 75. You know, that's just from physical... Um, mentally, like you, your shot might be off, but you rebound and still, like you know, you you got seventy five games. That's where the elite, you know, the elite lives. Yeah. And what do you think about this too, Gil? What you just said is everybody gets there. They have their story. They got their resume, but that doesn't matter. When you're a pro now, we're all on the same level. So the the cream rises to the top. Yeah, I mean, you know, like I, I really like you know going through the draft. You know, you're. You know, <laughs> what they expected, what they want me to do, you know. Like, I tried out for seven, 17 teams. <laughs> Killed all 17 teams and still went 30, 32. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I'm busting, you know, lottery picks ass. Like, yo, I'm I'm good. I, I really believe that I was the number one pick. No, I really no. believe that I'm, like, I'm, I'm him. I'm, I'm top five for sure. Yeah. You know what I mean? But that's not, that's, that's, that's not how it works. You know what I mean? You know, it's still, it's still, this is still a political part of it. You know, the, the draft method is still poli political. Once you get drafted, that's game time. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? Now, now that number one pick, yeah, I'm going to see you when we play each other. You know what I mean? I'm going to be training for you, you know, and, and when you get your shot, you are prepared. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? And, you know, it's like, yeah, you know, these guys, you know, number one, number two picks, you know, they they get their little, they, they get the chance early. Yeah. You know, that's, that's one thing that, 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 that some kids can't, you know, they got to wait two, three years. You just can't get discouraged. You know what I mean? You still got to walk into every day getting better, understanding, like learning from the pros, learning from like, like I had to learn how to watch the game, you know, sitting on the bench different. 
Like at first I was just a fan enjoying it. Like, oh my God, look at this God, you know. You know, is that, that Kobe and Kobe, Lisa Leslie over there? <laughs> you know, that's how I was watching it at first. Yeah. Then I started, you know, sitting there and like, now I'm watching it different. Like, oh, oh, he don't like to go left. Okay, he can't, okay, he can't shoot going that way. He don't do step. Like you start, now you starting to pick. So when you get, when you get to see this person, he ain't the he ain't the superstar in your mind. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's you ain't the, and now he's a regular ass person. I know all of his flaws now because I done studied every little piece of him. Yeah. And then from there, once you learn, once you learn someone's flaws, it becomes easier. Yeah. Like that's what I said. Like when people's like, man, how'd you score 60 on Kobe? Well, I knew what he couldn't do. I knew what he couldn't do on defense, and I just attacked that. Yeah, so yeah, he's he's great to these guys, but because I knew what he couldn't do, because I studied him. <laughs> I said to him every year, watch what he trained on, watch what he was lacking, and then I just use that to my advantage. But isn't that, that's what you gotta do. Everyone recognizes what they can do and what you're great at and what makes highlights, but look at what they can't do. Mm -hmm. And find a weakness. Yeah. Everyone's got one. Everyone has one. Everyone, like that's what's everyone, everyone. Like, like you would think, like you just look at these guys, you know, Kevin Durant, Kyrie, Steph, and we watch the shots being made. You know what I mean? But you got to remember when when the pressure's on, they go to what they're comfortable with. Yeah. So you watch what they're what they're comfortable with. Like you watch, and then you be like, all right, what gets them uncomfortable? So now it's like you like so when you know like, all right, they're down three. You already know the move Steph is gonna go to. So you're prepared for it now versus just playing them straight up and he does the pick and roll, snap back, you know, fake, has he step back three. Like, like, oh no, I know what he's trying to do, yeah. so I know how to push him a different way. So those are the games you gotta play at the next level. Yeah. And Gil says that, but let's hear from you guys. But what are, you, are you already doing that actually? Looking for weaknesses in your opponent and coming in prepared? Like, I gotta think you didn't get to this point and this isn't uh, new information. Hell no, no. Not. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we kinda like we kinda did that in like college with like Coach Sam, like before like recent like scouting pool, we got like not before. And we like he give us you go through you know, go through the matchup and everything, but mm -hmm. we kinda like a test, you gotta write everything about him, what they don't like to do. You gotta then he goes sometimes the whoever scouted it for that coach, he might be like, All right, you go up there, but even though it's not your player, mm -hmm. like he might pick a big for me. You gotta scout everything that he don't like to do, what he don't like like what he do like to do. So I feel like not not to the extent like as a player, but I like, kind of started off uh, in college, and I feel like you definitely gotta have it in the league because mm -hmm. you gotta take it to the next level for sure. But kind of started off a little bit in college, a little bit with scouting reports and all that. But then you also see how they react to you. Don't forget that. So when you're in that 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 gladiator pit, and he's in you, you're gonna test your opponent. That's that's the other way to go at it. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, you study them, but they gotta study you too yeah, and right. see what they know about you. That's right. why y'all gotta keep working on your game. Like you said last night uh, at the gym, I always adding stuff every summer. Yeah, yeah it's like, like game. it's like when training, like you know, um, like most of the trainers now, right? No knock on them, but because they've never actually made it to the next level, most of them, yeah, they don't really know how to train, train. Like they don't know how to like really like mimic what you actually go through. Right. So, you know, it's like, you know, a summer comes 
and you guys are just training. Like, okay, we're gonna we work two two hours and woo, we got a good workout. But what did that two hours actually yeah. get you better? Working on what you need to work. You know, working like cause I remember we we um you remember Josh, Josh Hart, right? He said uh Luke Walton told him, Hey, you know, you know, we're gonna put you in pick and rolls and do this and do that, right? <laughs> he spent the whole summer pick and rolling, understanding his angles. Ludoson gets, I mean, uh, Luke Walton gets fired. Vogel comes in. What was it Vogel? Mm-hmm. Frank Vogel. Yeah, comes in. Now he's a corner guy. And he's like, well, damn, I work on no corner <laughs> shots. <laughs> I work on no corner shots. So, to, so technically, that was a waste of summer for him. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like, it's like you still got to understand the offense, right? And that's why I said, like, once, once you get to that level, it's more of offensive training, yeah. like understanding your role in the offense or the role you're trying to get to to really, you know, train and define and, you know, you know, understand. That's why I said it's one of those things where it's more understanding as quick as possible, you know, and you're just trying to put your will on the game and understand what you can do, what your strength, like even, even in practice, like, you have plays, and then you have your plays that make you successful. Right. So you still got to do what your plays are so they can add those plays right. into the offense. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Like, that's why you can say, like, all right, James Harden just got traded. And then he first night, he has 40. And like, how? He don't even know the offense. No, 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 no. No, no, he knows offense, but he put his offense in and said, y'all figure, y'all figure me out. And then next practice, we'll figure something out. Yeah, and and, sure. and that's, that's, how you, that's how you do it. Instead of him going in and saying, all right, man, what's the offense? Right, I'm going to be in a corner. Like, no, 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 give me the ball. I'm going to do what I'm going to do. Yeah. And y'all going to adjust to me. Figure it out. Yeah. Fly. But every team has needs. So you know what you are as a player and you can say, well, they don't. Ah, every team has needs, but they don't know. They don't really know. What does that mean? <laughs> they, don't really, they don't really know. Know what? What does that mean? They don't really know what they need until it's there. Like they, they think they know. They think they, I want this, but they really need this. But they don't know. They're not that smart. So, so, so okay, maybe, maybe they're still, you heard that from him. But, but I'm just saying. But you, know, you want to be able to do more than what. They're asking you what you is that what you're you saying? Do you? Yeah. Do you? That's that's like you gotta do you. Like I've seen players like like a coach needs a yeah, we need defense. Yeah. You know, we need we need to make some stops. And then they, they put a guy out there who averages uh four points, two assists, uh zero rebounds, five fouls, and it's like, okay, technically, what was he on the court for? Yeah. Like what did he actually do besides waste of position? Like, you know what I mean? And then that's when you be like, hey, listen, my offense is my defense. If I get this guy in foul trouble, he's out of the game. That's fucking great defense right there, you know, versus <laughs> someone who, who's not going to score and who's technically not going to stop the other player. Yeah. You know, but, so, but that's what coaches think they need sometimes. You, you have to just put your will on the game. Like, that's, that's the most important thing. Like, do what you do. Like, you know, like, there's no such thing as patent. No such thing as patent stats. It's, it's, it's a made up. It's a made up thing. It's a made up thing. Like Westbrook, if he can go and get 20 rebounds, go get 20 rebounds. Yeah. What you saving the rest of them for? Like, like if you can get 20 rebounds, get 20 rebounds. You know, if you guys want something, beat me to it. That's 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 how it. That's how it's supposed to be. Do what you do to the extreme. 
you know, like you let the coaches know what they want. This is you want you want this, yeah. all right? And I'm I'm going to give you all of it. Also, this is an offensive-minded player, so remember that. But <laughs> am I wrong? I was a defensive-minded player, bro. <laughs> Never heard anybody say that about you. But I had to understand the defense you understand for me that. to be an offensive yeah. player. See? He's trying to get chess moves or something <laughs> like that. He's trying to get so <laughs> Try to play me this game. <laughs> Try to put on the spot like I that. I mean, okay. Uh, but the other thing, too, is if they have you for one specific reason where you're saying, okay, check that box off, but I'm going to do more. Don't limit me. Don't put me in a box. Practice is the most important thing. No. Like, um, I remember I remember Tony Bland, high school player. Uh, he was the number one point guard. Uh, it was my junior, senior. And he was like, um, wherever you go, do what you do in practice. Be as wild as you can possibly be in practice. Because you need the coach to understand what you do. So when he puts you in the game... He knows exactly what he's and putting in game. the game, yeah. right? Versus you playing this like, oh, he wants me to do this and do this. And then you put you in a game and then your game time game comes in. Now you want to go on a fast break, throw up between the legs and do all this. And he's like, what the hell was that? <laughs> Get him out. Yeah. You know what I mean? So you have to really, like your real game, it's like, it's like chess, right? Do like your, like when you start the season off, training camp, that's your, that's your game. Like that's that's the real that's the first game. Like when game one really starts, that's that's that game. But training camp game, that first part, that second part is you have to do what you do because they're judging. They're judging. So when they pull you in a game, they're expecting what they've been seeing. In practice, yeah, in practice on that floor. You know, the funny thing there too is is the radar. Some guys are on it, and all eyes are on them. And some guys they're off the radar a bit, or they're not as you know big a dot on that radar but the point is when you're there you're going to get recognized at some point when they call your number you gotta be ready ready. so is that what you guys are coming in already like we put all this work in we spent all this time in the gym no matter if it's memphis or la or florida wherever but we're going to be ready for that moment yeah Yeah, for sure even if it's five minutes right yeah be ready to take advantage of the opportunity if it's like 30 seconds you got to make sure you make the most of that because you never know opportunity that window is so short you got to take advantage of it in the window that you're in right now i mean probably are you ever going to be examined as much as a basketball player is it it weird (laughs) to think like that yeah the way they they investigate and stuff like i think this it's not crazy (laughs) personally just for me just being a veteran going through that process I always ask the question, what's the point? And somebody's like, well, I'm investing millions, you know, I'm investing millions to this talent. I need to know everything about him. Like, I need to know his, what his parents is like, who is his friends is like. That doesn't even make any sense. Like, like that doesn't make any sense. Like, oh, his parent is this and this and that. The fuck does that have to do with the actual kid? Right. That kid is about to get $3 million. <laughs> he, it, whatever he was going to do ain't the same no more. That's a, this yeah. is a whole, that's a whole different kid now. Yeah. Like, like, oh, he stole like some, some, some chips from the store. Well, he ain't got to steal no more now, does he? 
It just doesn't make sense. Like they put so much emphasis on young kids. Like young kids supposed to do young kids stuff. Like, oh, he was out at the bar in college and got drunk and oh okay. what what the hell does they do at that age? That's what they do at that age. Like I'm not going to judge you until you're like 24, 25. Yeah. You know, 18, 19, that's young kid. You're supposed to do young kid stuff. Like I, like, I don't know why they put so much emphasis on what your background is at that age. It's, it's so meaningless to me. Like, it just doesn't make any sense. Like, it's... Okay, so the emphasis should be on what? Does he want to play? Does he want to get better? Does he want to be the best? Like, if I give this kid $3 million, $5 million, $7 million, is he going to want to get to that $20 million? Is he going to want to get to the $50 million? Or does, is $3 million just enough for him? Like, you know, that's, that, that's my question. Like, that, that, that would be my question if I'm a general manager. Hey, giving you $7 million in four years, what should I be giving you? Like, should I be, uh, should you be a max player? Are you going to be average? Like, like I need to know, like what is, like, what are you, what are you going to turn into? Hmm. You know what I mean? That's like it's an investment, right? Hmm. Right. That's right. I want to know, like, okay, I'm investing this seven million dollars into you. Are you, are you trying to triple this? If you're trying to triple this, let's go. But if this is cool, yeah, I'm good. You know, take care of my family, buy my family house. Like, mm, I don't know about this one. And I mean, he's gonna get this money and give up on me. Yeah. Versus, oh no, he's. Oh, he won't, he won't, he won't, he won't that max deal. Okay, cool. I can, I can work with that player. Because I know I don't have to worry about it. I know he's going to be in that gym preparing, getting better, trying to, trying to get to this level. Would you guys add anything to that? No, yeah, for sure. I like, I think, you know, everybody wants to be the, some people say they want to be the best, but then you usually look at how they working. They ain't really trying to be the best. They kind of want to be with that, in that lifestyle. Sometimes they get in, in that lifestyle, it's kind of hard to get them out. Like LA, I'm like, I'm kind of glad we're not in LA because of how much going on and everything. We out in Memphis, we just kind of, we working out in the morning. Right. We go straight to the second workout, then we got the third workout. So we kind of just real focused. We kind of just, cause we, like you said, we're trying to get to that max deal. Everybody mm -hmm. gets a, you draft it, you get the kind of, the set salary with it, like it said already for mm -hmm. rookies and all that. So we trying to work to that, that second contract. I feel like being in Memphis, it kind of helps kind of just keep your mind on a, on a straight path and just kind of stay focused with all that. Yeah, you guys are in that grind mode now. We know this, Gil, that just when you get drafted and you make it, you're just getting started. Right. And that rookie deal, it's nice, but that's just the entry point. You want the big deal, the longer term yeah, I mean, contract. <clears throat> Nobody ever wants to talk about it, how, how I say it, but that's, that's the reality of it. You know what I mean? It's like you made it to the NBA, now what? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's that now what? You, mm -hmm. You're here. You, you're here. You're, you're part of the roster. Here's your jersey. Here's your team picture. Now what? You know what I mean? It's like, you know, that's why I said. So if I'm a general manager and I'm an owner, like, like I, I, I want players that, that, want, that want me to write checks. I, I, I want to write checks. So that means if I'm, if I'm writing these big checks, that means you're doing big things. You know, that's just, that's just how it is. Like, I, <laughs> I, want, I want to write you $200 million checks. Like, yes, yes. That means it's here. You just got to put the work in. Right, right, right. You know what I mean? And, and I think sometimes, like you said, you, you get, you get the, it's the lifestyle. You got to remember, you have so much time. 
Mm-hmm. You, you have so much time to to basically just not get in trouble. Right. You know, so that's why I said it's like to, to be the best, you still got to sacrifice. Okay. You got to sacrifice, you know, you know, two two out of the five girls that hit you, like what you do in a day, you're like, <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah, I ain't saying, you know, all five, just, you know, just two of them. You know, I got to work out right now. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's just from there, you just you, you have an in-season schedule. You got to build your in-season schedule on how to get better during the season because that's that's a key to, like, really, like, everybody in the summer, you work out three times. Everybody, everybody yeah. same shit. Everybody, everybody doing the same thing, working out three summers, trainers. It's the season where you gain on people, like, getting up those same amount of shots during the season, like before practice, after practice, late nights, um, taking the cab instead of the first bus, um, after home games, staying in the gym, getting more shots. Like you have to figure out how to get better, how to catch people. You know what I mean? Because at the end of the day, you know, if you're if you're fifth in rotation, you know, you're trying to be fourth, you're trying to be third. So by the time that end of the season, you done caught, caught two spots. And then in the summer, all right, you know, we're all doing the same thing. Next season, caught you again. You know, third season, I'm the number one man. When, when did that, like, kind of, like, click for you? Like, what year were you, like, I'm trying to, I'm, I know I caught this player. I caught this player. So, like, um, I'll say my, like, my first year, like, the first part of the season, like, you know, it was more, like, depressed. Yeah. You know, like, not playing for the first time thinking I'm not good enough, and then, you know, I'm always giving credit. Mark Jackson, um, just, he just worked with me, man. That's this Big like, Mark Jackson. Yeah, Big Mark Jackson, and from Philly. He was saying, look, what you looking at, that's not the NBA, bro. He said, and he told me a story. He said, listen, I set the bench the whole season. I played 25 games, the last 25 games of the season, and I signed a contract for $25 million. And I'm sitting here like, Serious? He's like, yeah. He said, yes. He said, listen, be ready when they call you. Like, all this depressed stuff now, we're going to work. And he was hurt at the time. Waking up at 6 o'clock, 5.30 in the morning. We had practice at 11. We're going to the gym, getting shots up, me and him playing one-on-one. And he's teaching me how to be a real pro. You know what I mean? Like, you know, veterans, you know, you know, most of the vets back then, they don't want you to steal a position. You know, so they ain't telling you, but since, you know, he's the big man, I'm going to go. And he said, just listen, this is how you work. You know, weightlifting and getting there early, trying to figure out how to eat. And, you know, from there, just watching and learning. Oh, I hear stories of Kobe. Let me go and see what Kobe does before the game. You know what I mean? And you just, okay, let me see what Ray Allen's doing before the game. And you start just picking and see what the elite is doing. You got your team, but you want to try to see what the elite is doing because they don't share their secrets. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know what I mean? They don't share their secrets. So you have to find a way to see what these guys are doing. So from there, now it's like, all right, I need to come up with my own game plan, you know, start, you know, preparing, you know, okay, the first bus comes here, you know, because at first, come on the first bus, you know, then it's like trying to get your shots out and trying to get your rhythm, everybody's shooting. So then I start taking a cab. You guys would take an Uber. Yeah, all that, yeah, <laughs> yeah, Uber, yeah. You know, you get Uber to the game, you know what I mean? You, you know, you play at the first bus at 5.30, you Uber in there at 3. Now, you done got all your shots in. You done did your whole... So you don't interfere with no one. You know what I mean? You have to figure out how to just... You know, because that's why I said when people are like, oh, man, he's going through a rookie slump. There ain't no such thing. The slump is this. You've been taking 500, 600 shots every day in the summer. 
right? And then during the season, you know, you play back-to-back, then you have a day off, you take the day off, and then the back-to-back, right? Instead of getting those 3,000 shots up, you probably got 500. You know what I mean? So your shot is not exactly where it is. And then that's what messes with your head. You know what I mean? Oh, man, I'm going through a little slump. And then from then, but now you... You know, you 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 got to put in the work that you put in. Yeah. You know what I mean? Trying to figure out how to keep your your same routine during that season. That's that now what thing that you're talking about is just because you got a schedule, you got games, you're traveling, all that, cool. But you still got to get your time in as a hooper and stay stay sharp. And then now what? Then now what do I do? And and I think what you're saying, Gil, is you can follow that routine. And that's cookie cutter for everybody, but you guys don't want to be cookie cutter players. Yeah. You want to follow that pattern. So you got to look at things like little cracks I can get into or advantages I can take, and that'll make me a better player, but also give me more time. Yeah. That's really what you did. Because, you know, at that level, they're expecting you to be professional and, yeah. and, and put your own skill in. Like, you really think Houston was having practice to work on plays James Harden was doing? No. You really think they spent an hour and a half in practice <laughs> hey, <no it> is. <laughs> to run a whole offense that's like, ah, 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 ah. like, no, uh, 10 minutes, 10 minutes work on other person's stuff and make sure y'all getting y'all shots up. That's mm. basically <laughs> what practice looks like. You know, so you got to really like be disciplined, yeah. you know, in your own, in, you know, in your own skill level, you know, just, just the most important thing is trying to get better. You know what I mean? I never look, I, I never took days off. Like, there was no point. Like, I mean, I'm not going to go, like, if it's a day off, I'm not going to go as hard, but I'm going to go into a gym, get some free throws in, work some ball handling, you know, just, you know, do the old mic and drill, you know, 500 of those, you know. But I'm not going to take a full day off. Yeah. Not you know, that. not while somebody else is playing tomorrow. Yeah, not You know what I mean? Or playing today, I'm, you know. What you just said, their skill set. What you guys have is your own. You, we, the, you guys are together. We said you're bonded by your, your time working together, but you have your own unique skill set. Gil and I talked about what he, he saw in you both. Um, so we'll start, I guess we'll start with DJ. Um, you said one-on-one player. He'll do very well. And that's really what it is. You, can, you have a position that you're labeled with, but your identity as a player is... What you said for him is a one-on-one See, man, player. I, I'm, depending on when it's, I might, I might hurt his chances. I might hurt his chances because, you know, like, but because people don't really know who you are, right, right? and you get put into these workouts, and they do one one and two-on-two, you're going to be a problem for these guys. You're going to be a problem because you are a one-on-one player. I can see what you you look at, the knees, you look at the ankles, you look at the feet position, and that's what makes a great one-on-one player. Like the old school, like look at your hip and like, man. Eh. <laughs> I want to see, see what's going on right here because you can't move without any of that. So when you play one on one, it's gonna be some problems for somebody, and you're gonna move up in the draft. So don't get mad that it's gonna be hard for you to get some workouts. Like yeah. after you know you've been busting a couple of ass, yeah. you you gonna have to try to get into workouts with. The people who's supposed to be lottery to let you to let them know like what's happening, yeah. like why why you, don't dodge me, you know what I mean? Yeah, so it's right. one of those things where you guys both have different, like you guys are, you guys are going into this draft and these workout in different situations, um, and you know I was more like you in draft where I'm, I'm chasing, I'm trying to chase down players like come on now, nah, 
Like, nah, 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 nah. I don't even know why. Let me, let me, let me go against him real quick. Let me, <laughs> <laughs> let, let me do the ones on ones. Like, you know, like it was one of those where, you know, I'm sitting here trying to chase workouts. Like, um, and Jason, you know, he's top five, so he only working out for four teams. I'm 17 teams. Like, like, like we used to go back and like, yo, where you going? Hey man, I gotta go to Toronto, bro. Like, I gotta go, you know what I mean? It's just, you know, it's, it was a grind. You know, enjoy the process, but the most important thing here is challenging each other. You know what I mean? It's like you guys, for you guys to really build like your your game is ready. Yeah. Cause you guys, you practice together so much, right? Sure. That means you know what each other can do and can't do. Mm. So that means you guys are gonna pick on each other the most, which means you guys are gonna be sharp at each other's knives. Cause now you're gonna be pushing to his weak side. You have to now try to figure out how to, you know, like, so you guys are gonna challenge each other the most. Right. You know, so when you guys go into these workouts, you guys should be really competing. Like when, when I was coming in, it was me, um, Jason Richardson, Troy Murphy, um, Kenny Satterfield, and Tavares Bell. Like, uh, I don't know if you know T. Bell, but he was probably one of the highest jumpers I ever seen. Like his one, he went to Rhode Island. His one leg, it was, he had, rock, he had rockets on the back of his calves. So, you know, <laughs> <laughs> like he had the rockets in the back of the calves. So like, you, we, I got Jason Richardson, yeah. and they was doing dunk contests, and Jason Richardson didn't want no parts. So you got four guys, you got, you know, you got four guards who's in different positions. So me and Kenny Satterfield, we're the one-on-one player, so we're dogging this shit out of Jason Richardson, one-on-one. Like, it was like, like, I'm like, just put me in, like, I'm trying to just put me in the workout with him, coach, like, you know what I mean? Just put me in, I just need one workout with him so I can show them my one-on-one skills. Yeah. He was more of a gamer. He was more of, you know, five on five. You know, he can take advantage. He can use his athleticism. So that was the first time where I, I, had, I had to process, like, it's not about, like, specialties. So I have to be able to do everything. So that's why I said it was like one of those things where I had to craft a whole game. You know, I, you know, like even in, even if you look at the draft, I was the best one-on-one player in the draft. Yeah. You know, but they didn't let me go one-on-one against most people. Like, you know, most of those guards were just dodging me. So I'm I'm sitting there working out with Richard Jefferson, Sean Lampley, you know, Joe Johnson, no point guards. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't I, I didn't I never seen Tony Parker in the workout, Jamal Tinsley in the workout kid named Ryle Lopez. I'd never seen any of those guys in work. They were just dodging the shit out of me. Well, you're talking about chasing workouts. Have you guys been doing that? Because is, is that your mindset right now? You want to smoke, like, give me anybody. Right. Right. Yeah. Got to, especially when, like, I'm not as, you know what I'm saying, popular or, like, on the job boards like that. So, like, I got to. But you know that. You're cool with that. So right. you're like, all right, let's put it on the floor. Right. Yeah, I think that we're kind of like going back to what he said, like pushing each other every day. You just kind of waiting for that opportunity because you know you've been working out all summer. We've been pushing each other the past month and a half, just kind of waiting to people say you're better than that guy. We'll line them up, put them against them, and then they kind of see where the tips may fall. And, and where you sit, Cube, more in that space of Gil, I think that there's a lot of similarities in that sense of the combo guard definition. To where you can score, you can you know you can run an offense, you make decisions. Now com- combo guard is so early two thousand. I'm know. bringing it back. Yeah, it's so early two thousand. Now it's just a guard. Yeah, um, yeah. You know you you want you know 
you want to be a guard that can just do everything. Like you don't want to be limited to, oh, I, I run the team well or I do. Nah, I, I do. I can do everything. Yeah. I can, you know, you can throw me. Obviously, yes, I said the two. You can put me at the two. I can be <laughs> level. You can put me at the one. I can dominate. You know, so I can do it all. You know, right. if you want to go small, small ball, I can play the three. Right. You know what I mean? So it's it's like one of those things where you want to be able to do so much that the coach cannot. Take you out. Like, ah, I can't, you know. I, hey, you go in. Like, yeah. there was a point where when we got John Wall, we got John Wall, Kirk Heinrich, and then me. And I'm sitting here like, I'm on, because I'm on, a, now I'm on the out. So I'm like, I don't know if I want to come off the bench. So I got to go ahead and try to be the three. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I got to figure out the three position. Like, all right, what's in the offense? So I'm learning the offense, trying to figure out. Like, so when we went into camp, you know, instead of going at John Wall, like now nah, I'm, 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 I'm coming for you, boy. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? And that's how we started. We started three. We started three small guards. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, survive. I'm trying to think of an example of a guy who's doing that now. Which one? That had to like Dame is a guy that said, "Look, just put me anywhere as a guard." CJ. 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 You have CJ. Um, of course you have, you know, the, the whole Boston team, you know, oh, they're yeah. all 6'5 and under, you know what yeah. I mean? It's, it's all 6'5 and under, um, Miami's team. Um, but you know, it's always about adjusting anyway. Like that's the most, that's the most important thing. Just adjusting, being able to just don't be stuck in the position because it's it's not a real word, positionless. That's mm. it's that's dumb phrase. Um, that's the current label that you don't like. Combo guard was early two thousand, no, no, yeah, which that, is that, when because he it's came not positionless. Yeah. Was a, like Steph Curry's not playing five. Mm-hmm. Okay, he's not playing five, so it's obviously it's not positionless. It's just big man that can play smaller. <laughs> <That's all. laughs> you know what I mean? But you want to be able to be one of those players that like they keep you on the court no matter what it is like i you know it's like i can't take them out i can't take them we go small ball okay you, small ball we go big ball okay we yeah. get, you know we just going to find a way to keep you on you know on the court where you're playing 35 40 minutes 48 you know what i mean being in shape and just understanding that you know the role so well that they can put you anywhere and you can you can survive what do we call that be a hooper hooper stay on the floor no, i don't know what you call it i just said hooper okay you, you use that term a lot too, so I mean, you can say we. <laughs> you, okay, find a new term. I'm just saying non hooper saying the word is just just. Argh. That's not accurate, but uh, all right. So so where you guys are now? Let's 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 capture this moment. What are your expectations coming into the league? Really, just like you said, just being yourself, like trying to fit. Well, trying to fit the system that whoever, whatever system you go to, just trying to fit in and be the best you. That's a good place to start. How about yeah. you? Really just try to soak up everything you can. You know, you come in there, it's a whole new LaPuce, a whole new game, it's a whole new league, growing men, uh, different coaches, different system. You gotta try and learn as much as you can. But I would say, like like you said, stay true to your game. Mm-hmm. Show them what you can do. Don't go out there trying to be something you're not. And just kind of give him, give him reason why he gotta put you out there on the court. Even though you're a rookie, that's your man. I, say, I, don't, I don't wanna take him off the court, even though he's learning everything. So yeah, just kind of soak up as much knowledge as you can. It's a grown man's league. Hey, you. That's the style. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like it's like, just so your mind gets readjusted. Um, it's more 
the NBA now is more of it's AAU style versus a college style. Like, you know, like you'll go up and down without calling the play. <laughs> you know what I mean? You just got to understand how to read and react. You know, so it's more that, you know, you know, you put a team together and say, all right, y'all go out there. Now, yeah, y'all got plays, but for the most part, y'all are sitting here doing this, just reading, reacting, secondary stuff, like, you know, secondary stuff and just understanding, just eat. That's what I said, you got to learn each other the most. Yeah. Like, understand like what, yeah, like understanding that. what players like to do and what they don't do. So you, you're not interfering with a post up because you, you see he's posting up, but this is weak side. So, you know, he's going to want to turn back this way while you're trying to cut. So, you know, oh, I got to hold my cut, yeah. you know. Get to his little move, get to his little, you know what I mean? You got to do that. Or, you know, he can't throw nothing in the bucket over there. So, you know, all right, when he gets it in the post, I'm going to run through that play knowing that he's going to take two dribbles and pass it. You know what I mean? So it's like one, two, run through it. Thank you. Easy got shot. It. You know what I mean? So you, that's why I said you have to read your teammates better than anything. All right. So let's, let's do this. What changes and what stays the same? Give some advice. <laughs> what changes is life. <laughs> You're rich now. <laughs> that changes. You know, that changes a whole other element. Um, <laughs> your friends change. <laughs> your family change. Your girlfriend changes. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's a whole other issue. You know? Um, <laughs> no, seriously, that, that really does. But, uh, <laughs> but I, think, the game, I think they're aware of but that. But the game, yeah. the game is the game. Yeah. Like, don't ever, don't, 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 don't ever forget that. Like, um, the pleasure you have in training and playing, that's never going to change unless you let it change. Mm -hmm. um, it's just the elements around you that actually changes. You know, you're, you, you don't have to do the same things you had to do before. You know what I mean? Now you, you, you have to think about, like, how you were from middle school to now. Right, you everything you've done got you to this point. No. Now you have to figure out how to get here with these new, with this new element. You know, that's all it is. All right, that worked. It's a good answer. <laughs> all right, so speaking some of answers, white we, man question, we, we got that's what I'm here for. <laughs> Turn the tables. We got some. We want some answers from him now. Um, so at this moment, where you guys are here, answers. Let them ask the questions oh. though. Okay. Let's run some Ask Agent Zero. Pick his brain. What do you got? Uh, what was the hardest thing, like, coming into the league? Like, what was your hardest, like, battle? Um, being on your own. You know, you, you being, a, being a kid in a world that's all adults, in a sense where, you know, you got... You know, married men, men who got girlfriends, men who got kids. Um, you know, this this person has you know his family with him, and you're just this lone guy trying to figure out how to survive. You know, no, no one's no one's telling you. You know, there's no one teaching you and showing you how to be a pro, showing you. You know, so you're basically learning it on your own. Um, you know, it's not it's not a place where they're gonna babysit you to be what you are. You just gotta want it. That's why I say it's it's more of a want thing. Like I want to be great, so you're mm. gonna put in the time. Other than that, they're gonna keep. Everyone's gonna keep moving. Right. So if you're not putting in that that work yourself, they're not they're not gonna be force feeding you. You know. So 
you know, if you come to the gym at, you know, I, I think they, I think they changed a little bit now. They, they're, they like have the rookies come in at a certain time now and to do all that stuff. But from there, it's just being young and in, in, in a world where it's adult. You're supposed to be a professional when, like, I don't know what a professional. I don't know what a professional is. Like, yeah. uh, you know what I mean? I'm just, I'm just, I'm just here. You know, I'm, I'm just one year removed, like a couple months removed from college. You know what I mean? Pulling pranks and shit like that. I, like, I'm just, just yeah. overnight. Like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm an adult now. Like, yeah. yeah right. Did you also want to know who gave him that work? Ooh. The bat. He said battle. Like in in everybody. <laughs> because every like this is it. It's like <laughs> everyone's you. Every 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 you know what I mean. Everyone's you, but they're advanced, so they got the tricks, all that stuff. You that's what I said. You got to go in there and you have to learn what to be a pro is. Like you you don't like you you got to come in there and like what grabs, what holds, what little sneaky things. Like, like you have to try to figure it all out because you're going to be hit with all of it. Right. You know what I mean? So, yeah, even though this player, I'm way more talented than this player, I can't do what I do because he's doing something I just, like, you have to figure all that out. Right. You know what I mean? Because you got to remember, nobody wants you to take it. They're not going to just, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you, oh, yeah, yeah. Here's my starting position. You can have a little 45 minutes. I'm cool. You know, I'm going here, sit on the bench and just chill and cheer for you. <laughs> no, that's not, that's not gonna happen, man. They gonna do everything they can to keep you down. So you gotta, you gotta understand and play. You gotta play the game. It's like it's the game within the game. Yeah, game within the game. Key, what you got? Is it was there any? Is there anything like that you wish you did like earlier on in your career that could have made it like last a little bit longer or something that you could have changed early? Understood what injury was, what it meant, what it did. Um, when I got injured, it was. You know, you, you start processing like, ah, oh, when I broke my arm, I remember like I just took it off and I just start using this, you know what I mean? And you know, I, rehab, like nobody wanna do no rehab. I wanna go out here and get these shots up. You know what I mean? Like I didn't, I didn't take rehab serious because I thought it was meaningless to my skill level. Not realizing shit without my knee, I can't do any of this stuff. You know what I mean? And I learned that three surgeries later, by the time that happened, Got arthritis, knees locking up. You know what I mean? Like I, I wasted so much time trying to avoid working on this so I can keep my my position. I'm chasing Kobe Bryant. I'm chasing Steve Nash. You know what I mean? Like I don't have time to be sitting here doing these little <laughs> these little movements, bro. Like I'm trying to really go out there and ball. Like they playing, you know. So I'm wasting my time on short term memory. I mean short term stuff versus worrying about the longer picture. Yeah. That it? Yeah. All right, all right. Well, let's run through some quick NBA beats real quick, uh, especially you guys, you guys. We want to always know what the, the young culture, the youth, the next wave is watching in the league. So who would you guys say, who's the most valuable guard in the league right now? Mm-hmm. That does it all, skill set, leadership, production. I would probably say Luka mm-hmm. right now, just like watching that game versus Calibri. He was like, like, like the last four minutes, he was just, he was just in control of the whole game, Pat Beverly. On his side, like getting to his spot, like like he wasn't even there, like talking was, to him too. That's what I'm saying. Then like I think yeah. he drove, like they helped him. He dropped out the Porzingis, and just he just like it's just like he was just playing like, like a totally different game than everybody else on the court. So just watching him, just being at such a young age, 
and just like one of those guys where you gotta something like I'm trying to when we get there, we that's some guy we trying to chase. Mm-hmm. Right. So like he said, you kind of gotta figure out the next time how do I get better at this so I can when you play against him, try to take away his moves or whatever. But yeah, that, that's one guy who kind of just dominates the whole game, just does everything. Is that the intangible for Luca? His pace. He does a lot of things really well, but yeah, really you know, pace. like it's one of those things that go against like trainer, like go faster, faster, faster. <laughs> like technically, just go at go at the speed you play at. Yeah. You know what I mean? So what Luca's great at is he plays to his speed. So like if you're faster, he has moves that's gonna make you go where like all right, oop, shooky, go this yeah. way, fake. Okay, now you ran. Like so he plays. That's what I said. He doesn't. He plays everyone different. I use and that I, athleticism against them. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, that's why I said, remember I told you yesterday, I will do moves different on both of you guys because I can't do the same move. Like, a move I try on you, shit, gonna get stopped there. A move I try, gonna get stopped here. So I have to figure out what moves work there, what moves work here. Like, you know, him with Pat Beverly, keep him my side, he's a little, I'm gonna pull up. Versus this next person, he's a little faster, can keep him on side, so I gotta sit there and try to make him use his speed so I can get my open shots. So you think um, like NBA teams when you do workouts and you go in at your pace, you think they, they can be like misconceived as like, oh, he not. Yes. Hmm. Um, and that's the, that, that's the hardest thing um, about working out because you have, you have workout player, that means they went to Gonzaga, Duke, you know, those little <laughs> up- <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, you know they, they look great in workouts, but when there's real actual people in front of them, it doesn't work so well. Then you have players who their speed just doesn't eye catching. Like, oh, he looks a little lazy, doesn't really look like he's no. going hard. And then you just have guys who are just gamers. Like, something about the lights in people and like that's 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 where their talent is so you know you know it's 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 your agent's job to really understand your game to know how to put you so your so your ability stands out if you're playing one-on-one two-on-two and you know you're going through this methodical movements you know they're gonna be like, oh he's lazy just he doesn't want it i'm like no nah, that's just my speed that's right. just <laughs> I don't. I mean, I, I don't. I mean, I can I can sit here and be the road runner out here, but I don't yeah. think that's gonna make me look good. That's yeah. you know because as I said, they don't know what they're look mo, mo, for the most part. They don't know what they're looking at. You know what I mean? They don't. They don't really know what they're looking at. That's why I don't like the way combines are. Yeah. You know because at the end of the day, how many how many lottery guards did you actually play against this year? Did you play against any? One. One? That's it, one. Maybe that. That's just a one, like, how many, how many lottery guards are there gonna be? Four or five? I'm, I'm trying to think who you played against. Boat Knight? Mm-mm. Oh, you didn't? I played against him last year when he oh, was at yeah. UConn. Uh, yeah, we played against him last year. Uh, Davion Mitchell, Baylor. Mm, Baylor, yeah. Yes, that's 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 so you played, you played one. Yeah, one. And right? you one. were, uh, you, you played against Sharif Cooper, right? No, he didn't play. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. This is it. So you going? So like when you go into these drafts, it's like the, the 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 people that are supposed to be top thirteen. How many other players do they play that's at their caliber no. that I'm ranking you on? Like I'm ranking you top two, top three pick. 
but you didn't play against no one that was actually challenging you. So it's like, like, I want to see the cream of the crop actually go against the cream of the crop. Like, so I can really evaluate your actual talent. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because, you know, you, you, you sitting here working out by yourself and all that. That's like, but how do I know what he looks like when competition kicks in? Yeah. Like, oh, what is he going to look like when he gets fouled two times? Like, I mean, you know, is he going to, you know, he's down, you know, we're going to five, he's down 4-0, and then now he has to do line drills. You know what I mean? And then he goes on a 5-0 run. I would never see that in a workout by myself. Yeah. <laughs> you know, by himself. So it's like, it's one of those things where it's like, you just gotta, it's just one of those things you just gotta get through. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just... That's what you said. We said cream of the crop, right? And it doesn't matter who But they it don't is. do it. You, yeah. It's just, like, it's just like football. And they run in a 100-yard dash. And it's like, oh my God, he done dropped three rounds because he did a 4-2. Can he f-ing catch them all? Like, I don't, I don't, like can, he, can he catch? I don't know what he can catch them all. Like I don't know when they run sprints in, in football. You know what I mean? So, it, but that's how they evaluate you. They evaluate you on stuff that has nothing to do with what you actually do. Yeah, and you said raw. You used that word raw before, and we know that it starts with the physical skills, but the skill set's got to fill in. And I think what we're seeing now, you guys watch. That's the other thing. We, the last thing we should talk about is this. You guys watching the game now, right? Watching the postseason. So from you guys watching games right now, you're seeing the guys that had all the extra time in school or the, the polish that they put in, they're succeeding in the postseason. Yeah, like like guys like, I feel like I, Kawhi and them, I kind of stand, like what do you say, two, three years for San Diego State? Two. Two, two years, mm-hmm. yeah. You're seeing like that. I feel like you kind of got a, maybe a better understanding of, of the game. It's kind of how to work. Just kind of go through things, just pushing through some things. I feel like going, seeing him, like when he went to Toronto, kind of put this on his back, kind of went to a new system, but he's still kind of, I don't know, he's got a different feel to when you're watching him, like an older player, maybe like even though like one and done, they still are already successful, but they kind of got a different edge to him, I think. And they kind of can kind of carry over to the playoffs for sure. Yeah, on what he said, it's just been like, as you get older, you get like more confidence. Yeah. And Knowledge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get more confidence and I feel like, as a freshman, you go in like you're like green, like you don't know what to expect. <laughs> but, yeah. And then and like the older guys who come in, like they have seen a whole lot of stuff. So it's like kind of almost natural yeah. because. It's that fine line. We talked about this before, potential. And potential is great, but when you actually have the experience, right. confidence, IQ, putting that all together, you want to be in that window, and that's really where you guys are right now. Just enjoy the process. Mm. You know, what I mean, enjoy all of it, knowing that you know the goal. There's a goal that you want to get to, and no matter how you start, is how you finish. You know what I mean, and always keep that in, in, in sight. You know, um, <laughs> like I played 120 games and signed for like 65 million. Like, but those first 40 games. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking I'm done. It's the end of my career. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I'm done. I'm a second round pick. Oh, man, I'm about to be. They didn't have no G League then. <laughs> I'm about to be overseas, playing at Venice Beach or something. You know what I mean? And then, you know, it clicks. Yeah. You know, it clicks. So, you know, it just 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 stay true to your work ethic. And, you know, that that's, that's going to take you as far as you want to go. There it is. Put it all together. Yeah, and just sure. like Gil just said, stay true to your, your identity as a player. You know, and, and if you do that, good things happen. Well, here we go for DJ Stewart, for Quentin Grimes. That's Gilbert Arenas. I'm Mike Botticelli. This has been No Chill with Gilbert Arenas. Remember, you can catch us every Monday, 8 p.m. Eastern on the Fubo Sports Network, and we'll see you next time.